welcome to the Holy Week podcast for Vineyard Church. You can catch new episodes here every day this week, April 10th through the 16th. Now, here's Aaron and Lindsay. Well, hello and welcome back to our Holy Week podcast. Uh, this is Lindsay. I'm here with Aaron. Hello. And uh, it's Holy Wednesday. Sometimes called Spy Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, if I were going to skip a day this week, I would skip today because <laughs> I like confetti and parties. Mm-hmm. And Spy Wednesday is not confetti and parties. Not even a little bit. Yeah, it's really not. Today, uh, our scripture is John 13, 21 through 32. And it is all about the betrayal of Judas uh, and Jesus. And... Um, even um, that the scripture alone is dark and hard, uh, but even in tradition and traditionally in her church history, if, if there's a service today, a lot of times it's a, a tenebrae service is what it's called. And um, it's essentially Latin, a Latin word that means shadows or darkness. And so the point of the service would be that at the end, every candle in the entire church would be put out and that you would end the service in darkness uh, because today is the day for that, which is something. Yeah, it's heavy. <laughs> yeah. It's heavy. And and it comes with the text because it's incredible. I think we, we picture Judas the way that we picture Judas in the children's book where he's always got a furrowed brow and he's obviously like the shady figure that we should be suspicious of. But that's not how the disciples saw him. And, and even when Jesus, in pretty plain language, said, You're, this is the guy, he's doing it. And then he goes running out uh, that, that night um, from the Last Supper out to go do his horrible, unthinkable deed. It was still unthinkable to his friends who were there like, is he going to, is he going to go buy some others? Like, he, what's he doing? They didn't have a sense. They didn't look at each other and go, oh, yes, of course. This is what we've been waiting for Judas to do all along because he's so shady. And, and so this text confronts us with the reality of that people can be awful and people can do horrible things that you, you didn't even think they were capable of. I think we've all been on the receiving end of something like that. I, I think one of the most striking pieces in the verses that we read is at one point Jesus says, uh, what you're about to do, do it quickly. Like, he knows it's coming. He he doesn't even see Judas as, like, it seems, as the, the true, that Judas's true self is not this dark betrayer. And so mm-hmm. he's like, do it. Yeah. Do it fast. Yeah. It is haunting and, words. And the truth, very much so. And the truth that sits under that um, is that Judas was himself uh, deceived and he believed lies and he was under the influence of our enemy. And so this confronts us with the reality that we live in a we live in a broken world, and but you know as much as I said we're, we struggle with the fact that people sin and do awful things. Scripture is very clear: we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of this dark world. And and that's what one of the things this text really highlights: the the work of Satan controlling someone, leading them to do again something that seems completely. Um, unthinkable and 
it's interesting that it's called Spy Wednesday. <laughs> One, it's, I mean, it's memorable, but it's this idea of, of darkness lying in wait, lurking in the shadows, ready to attack, ready to ambush. And, and that's the nature of our enemies. That's his approach toward us. He, he, he lurks in the shadows, seeking to steal and kill and to destroy. And um, as you said, this feels like a good day to skip, but we're not well served by turning a blind eye to that reality. That's right. And I think, um, I was thinking of this while you were talking that, um, you know, while so we've all been the beneficiary, that's not the right word, been the uh, victim of Mm -hmm. someone else's betrayal, someone else's darkness, I think the reality is is all of the stuff that you're saying, that the, the work of the enemy is not just that we would be betrayed, but also that it falls on us too. And that we, mm-hmm. as, as we've all been victim, we've all been betrayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, today is, um, I th- I've told you this before, but I've, I'm super fascinated in like the liturgical church calendar mm-hmm. in general. And part of the reason I, I like it so much, so essentially uh, the liturgical calendar is just a, a calendar made by the church for the church where you read specific verses on specific days and you're in specific seasons at specific times. That's Holy Week is one of those things. And um, one of the reasons I like it is uh, that it keeps you from skipping over the parts that you don't want to. And so I think for me personally, the uh, this day, this uh, seeing, uh, w- if I imagine myself in the story here, I want to imagine myself as the disciples saying like, oh, why would you just do this? But in reality, I think that there's something to imagining ourselves as Judas, as potential to betray. Absolutely. And so we, we talked a, co- a couple of days ago about entering into the story. This is a hard story to enter into, to say, to, to acknowledge, okay, our friends may betray us, to acknowledge we have an enemy uh, who, who lurks in the darkness, who seeks to undermine all that is good. And then the hardest step of all is that darkness touches me. And it affects who I am. And I am not unaffected um, by the fall and that, that darkness. And sometimes even I am the betrayer, which really wants me to, makes me want to change the subject. Right. Or <laughs> so tell you all the reasons why I'm misunderstood as betrayer. Right. But, but I think the thing is, is that um, I think so many of us are, I know I am, are, have seasons or where we're just afraid of the dark. We're afraid to look at our own thing. Uh, our own darkness, but I, I feel like this is a, a good practice on a holy Wednesday uh, to not be afraid of the dark and to look mm-hmm. inside. Uh, Frederick Beekner, who we both love a lot, very much, uh, has this uh, great thing where he essentially says that darkness symbolizes um, what faith can confront and what faith can rise out of. And yeah. so it takes, I think, sometimes being willing to look in the dark uh, to take our faith into new places to allow our faith to confront things that are destroying us and the people around us and uh, to rise us up out of that into something. I understand that Judas's story is not the same, um, but I think the point of looking in the darkness is to not end up where he ended up. Absolutely, because this is part of a larger story. And this is Holy Week where we celebrate Christ's ultimate victory 
on our behalf. Right. We we are not left in the dark, and that's that's what sits over, and that's and that's why, frankly, we should have the courage to look into the darkness of this world, and uh, and even in ourselves and in the people we love and trust, and we and we have not just the courage, but even the capacity to do that because we know that's not the final say, that ultimately um, Christ is victorious and Christ is risen and Christ will come again and all the sad things will come untrue. Yeah, even as the candles go out, we know that they will be lit. Amen. The the light still comes, the light still stays. That's right. For sure. Um, (sighs) No, I don't know. I was like... I was. I just decided not to say okay, the thing. Okay, so now do we need to can you skip can you break? cut us from what she just said? It stays for sure, and then you can just jump in and say. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> so it's on the recording in case you forget. The last thing you said was the candle goes out. The light still stays. But we know it'll be. Yeah, the light will stay. It'll be restored, and then from there you can say. Then you can just take us into the. Okay. Prayer. Perfect. Okay. So. How about this week, or for today, uh, our practice as we're, oh, nope, that's not what I want to say. We're going to start over again. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's like, this project's getting bigger <laughs> with every cut. <laughs> so it makes sense to me today that as we uh, read through the scripture, that uh, we would read it uh, with the courage to not be afraid of the dark. And um, it's, a, it's a day for confession, and it's a day it for is. repentance, and uh Sometimes we think those are bad things. I think they're good things. And so it would be a good and right thing to spend time there today. Uh, So will you pray with us? Assist us mercifully with your grace, Lord God of our salvation, that we may enter the joy upon the meditation of these mighty acts by which you promised us life and immortality through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for listening. Join us tomorrow for a new episode on our website at vineyardchurch.us or wherever you're listening to this podcast.